welcome to episode 159 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. That is about to be in a polar vortex. Well, that is Scott Prime. I'm Steve, a.k.a. Kilowagi, and I'm in Colorado, and it's going to be cold, but there's like nothing happening here. You guys aren't getting the polar vortex? I mean, by the time this releases on Saturday, <laughs> we're we supposed to be, be on negative the cusp of... 13 on overnight on Saturday night. Man, the fear-mongering weathermen here are just like really ramping it up that we're going to have pipe bursting, you yeah. know, cold and blah, blah, blah. So. I had that happen last year, or not last year, because I wasn't there last year, but the year before. That was no fun. Correct. Cost me like 900 bucks I didn't have, because one stupid pipe. Well, I'm Scott Prime, and um, I'm hoping my pipes don't burst. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Um, so aside from pipes and cold, any Blood Bowl stuff? I mean, we're it's only a week after our last episode, but there's a reason we're doing that. It's GW. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah GW. Um, no, got a few more people signed up for the league. Um, so that's gramping up, and then here in... You know, a week or so, I'll be start kicking off the next season of the Cobble, which is really weird. I think it's season ten. Dang, season ten. Um, it feels like only ten years ago that we started that. <laughs> it was actually less than ten years ago because we used to run like league, like two leagues a season. Oh yeah, so that, but it still that, feels that's that not way. Necessarily true. Now we started <laughs> one before that one took off, so could have been. I don't well, know. I mean, we continued the season numbers from the old league before. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We also started opening up registration for Oklahoma weekend. So Oklahoma Bowl and Spiky Cup, April how, 6th and 7th. How many people signed up? As of right now, as we record, we are wasting time so Steve can pull it up. We got uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. How do we have a half person? Playing one day. That's still... Well, that so, means we have either nine at Spikey or nine at Oklahoma. Oklahoma. But yeah, so nine. So we have, not, so we have nine and eight. Yep. Uh, you can go to OklahomaBowl.com to get more information about that. We are having a figure from Pedro Ramos made. We're getting a custom weather token from Charlie Victor. We've got a cool print... From Tom Hollingsworth, I believe that's his name, the guy who does all the cool Blood Bowl art, like the half half um, Bob and Jim. Hmm. So, got all kinds See, of stuff going on. These are things I, um, some of these things I forgot or don't remember you telling me about. So that's probably cool. forgot. It happens. Um, I will be starting up. I know we mentioned it a little bit last time. Um, putting the final touches on Bison, which is the broad independent series of the North. So I'll be doing Blood Bowl events in North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, and Nebraska. Why would you be trying to boost up your state numbers, Steve? No reason at all, just because I can. <laughs> right. Well, there's supposedly a patch, which I guess is from... Nate Beam himself or the NAF, I'm not sure. Uh, speaking of, the yeah. NAF 
president election is ongoing, so go check that out. But whenever, it's like North America, if you play in five different states, you get the patch. Then if you get ten different states, you get a ring around the patch. And I'm trying to, I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to hit more states. So, <laughs> But really, this came from, I just wanted to hit like Devil's Tower and... Um, Mount, it's fine. Mount Rushmore was yeah. up here, and I was like, "Oh, this would be kind of fun." All right, you you do your thing. You be Steve. <laughs> yeah, so that's I've been doing uh, getting rules done for that, and Oklahoma and Spiky Cup, and all that fun stuff. Hmm. I think I qualify for that five patch because of um, Chaos Cup, Chaos Cup, Iowa, in Missouri, Missouri, Iowa. Texas, yeah, Kansas. I, I got. I think I got seven states actually. So, yeah, I think from what I can tell, the most is Brian two with twenty one. I think and that includes well, one be him Canadian. Or Sean Kelly. Right, those are the two I checked. Um, he's at twenty one, I think, but that's including a Canadian province, which is allowed. Hmm. So, if I hit these five states, and then Zwippy Bowl's coming back, so it's Indiana. And then a Oracle Cup, it's another one. I'll be at or over twenty by the end of the year. Okay. Well, just have a, fun with that, my friend. Just a dumb thing. I don't even know. I don't even care about getting the patch. I just want to do it. Right. You don't care about the patch at all. I haven't even asked about the patch. You're gonna get a Leatherman's jacket, and you're gonna put all your patches on there. Ooh, there we go. No, I'd legit actually thought about that because i'm like what do i do with all these patches and For real, the, like what the thing is like what? we are behind we need to make patches we need a new both down patch at least one we should do an oklahoma patch we just haven't because we suck people buy yeah. them they love them that's true i wanted to buy some oh. of charlie victor's at world cup but they were a little pricey for what i want to pay for something that i'm just going to put in a drawer probably that's fair. Nobody said you had to. Good, because I didn't. All right, so we are talking about today. Did you want me to do it, or you want to do it? <laughs> the, I know you were leading up, but it was kind of a half lead up, so. Oh, okay. Well, since you're not going to take this out because of lazy editing and us recording a few days before it's and it's funny. Going live. Why not? Is it funny? Do you think people think this is funny when we do stuff like this? They enjoy just like the hanging out aspect, so yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I'm in my boxers. Are you in your boxers? No. Do you ever just sit around in your boxers? Like half the day. Not not just the boxers. Have, I wear my robe. Do you, but. do you still have a undershirt and a shirt over it when you're in your boxers? No. No. No, like I wake up in the morning, I put on my robe. And I work for like half naked? the day. No, I have my boxes on. We just talked about that. Okay, but you don't have a shirt on. No. Because you have a robe. Yeah. Has Craig ever seen you in your robe? Yeah. Wow, have you ever seen Craig in his robe? I don't think he has one. But if he does, I have not. So that means you've seen him nude? No. Okay. He's a regular person. He's not like you. What does he that doesn't mean? just walk around with his balls out. Oh, well, a lot of a lot of people have seen my nuts. That's that is yes. for sure. 
whether it's by accident or on purpose. And there's probably more purpose ones than on accident. I think it's like 50 50. <laughs> hey, you got to get the boys out there sometimes. <laughs> All right. I, I will do it then. Uh, we are going to talk about Skitter Stab Stab that is going on order today. Um, we might talk about something else. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about Skitter Stab Stab for sure. Then we are going to take a little break. Then we're going to come back and talk about the Downey Awards from last year. So prepare yourself for all that, all that fun. And maybe Steve will wear a robe by the end of the show. Not that anyone would see it, but besides you. I mean, I would because I'm looking at you right now, but I don't, boy, I don't know. You've seen me in my robe. Did you add a shelf in the background there? Since I've talked to you What, the brown one or? The other one. The black one? Has it always been there? Yeah. It's not always been there, but it's been there for like two months. Gotcha. Starting to get uh, settled in there in uh, Denver. Mm Mm-hmm. Colorado area. Fort Lufton. Denver. Fort Lufton. Which again, it's going to be super cold and we're not getting any snow. So y'all miss all the snow? It appears so, yes. Like the snow hits all the mountains, it'll sometimes hit like downtown, but then by the time it comes up to our area, which is northeast of downtown, kind of just flitters off, you know. Hmm. But we shall see. I'm sure it'll get worse later on. The weathermen here are just predicting all sorts of, you know, could have some snow and ice and everything else under the sun, so we'll see. Of course. All right, we'll be back. Talk some skitter skitters. Skitter 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 I'm kind of like the clone of like Stan from um, South Park. Remember they like cloned Stan and his his clone was walking around going. You don't no, I do not remember that one. Some of those early episodes, there was like a clone of him that was like fighting people. Stan. Okay. Nope. Something like that. Uh, maybe I'm remembering something that doesn't exist. I'm going to look it up during the break. Okay, well, we'll be right back. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum in Norman, Oklahoma, and BigDealSwag.com. If you're in Norman, Oklahoma, check out Wizards Asylum for all your board game needs. If you're looking for tournament swag, go to BigDealSwag.com. Good job, good job, good job. I knew you were going to do that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so during the break, we did Google it. It was episode five of South Park, season one, episode five, uh, when Stan was indeed cloned. Yeah, it was the uh, When an Elephant Makes Love to a Pig episode. Pig and elephant DNA just don't splice. Ah, good stuff. Has nothing to do with Skitter Stab Stab, though. Nothing to do with skitter stab stab. So um, let me get this bad boy out here. So as always, GW sends this to us for free. They do not have any con- uh, control of our content, and we receive nothing in response for it, and they get nothing. So just got to put that out there. So this model I have not built or took out of the package. It is seven pieces. That's not that many. Um, I believe this is coming from Forge World, correct? Of course, yeah. Everything comes from Forge World. 
He is, of course, standing on a rock on one foot. Now, it works for him. Yeah, I mean, it does. I don't think it's a rock. I think it's a helmet, actually, looking at this. Yeah. Looks like a rock. On the front, it looked like a rock, but okay. I trust you. I don't know. Maybe it is a rock. (laughs) I'm going to do that old man thing where I pull it back to see, but... I can't tell what it is. Well, it's painted like a rock. He's leaping over something with his foot on there. He looks about as stable as the Vargeist does, in my opinion. And um, (laughs) which, to remind people, we did drop on the floor, and it was fine. We didn't drop it like on the floor. We dropped it from on the table, like on the table. Okay, fine. I refuse to drop it on the floor. Um, I don't know what to say about this. Do we know what his skills are? Let me crack this thing open live and I didn't, his skills. I didn't look it up. I mean, I don't... It hasn't been released, so yeah, you'd have to get it out of there. Oh, man. Should we do that? Or just leave it intact? I mean, this is not a model <laughs> I want to keep at all, so... Yeah, I mean, we can leave it in package for Oklahoma Bowl giveaway. Yeah, I mean, I think you have an alternate model anyways for Skitter Stab Stab. Yeah. And uh, I just got one painted uh, not too long ago. So, like, I'm good. And I got one that's laying on two feet. He's actually on a shield, according to a better shot on the website. Okay. He is 150. He has Master Assassin once per game when Skitter successfully breaks an opposition player's armor. As a result of the stab's special action, he may choose to re-roll the injury roll. So that's good. Do not have his full stats, so. Okay. Well, he's probably going to be worth every penny, because the last one was pretty good. Uh, A little star player, so. I'm not, I mean, you're never going to get me to go like, I love this model standing on one foot. So, I mean, we already know this song and dance. GW knows this song and dance. It does fit the theme of the current, like, Skaven teams. It looks like it belongs into that, like, family of Skaven. Oh, yeah. Really really well. Um, There's no, like, crazy tale that I can think of that you might possibly break off. So, that's also good news. Has a big flowing cape though, but it still it still looks like a model that would um, you know shatter if it it hit the floor. <laughs> but I'm not putting this together and dropping it on the floor. And to go with that knowledge, we had a, a Joe, is it Scaviani, Scavi, Scavino, Scavino, uh, yeah, one, sure, yeah, one of one of the guys in the locally, he was building a bunch of uh, wood elves and. His box of miniatures fell onto the kitchen floor and broke a whole bunch of his models because ah. of the small attachment on the base. Jeez. So I think he went from playing Wood Elves to not playing Wood Elves and might be done with that project. So, Jeez. Well, that sucks. Yeah. I don't know what else to really talk about with this, Steve, to be honest with you. it's uh, I'm glad... That we're getting this star player back. Yeah, he, again, he was he was fun before. He's a powerhouse he was, figure. I mean, for that cheap, we know he's going to have nine movement. He's going to have two plus agility. That's really the main things. I mean, 
He's a gutter runner with stab. He's amazing. Yeah, he was a real big pain in the butt in previous editions and, and fairly cheap for what you get. So from that angle, I'm very happy. Did they say, like, what teams he'll play for? Uh, favorite of. So that, that's those, it. those chaos ones. Um, I think that's what... You know what? I don't know if it was that. That's it. I mean, surely he's going to play for whatever the Skaven one is. Yeah, I know. Maybe like secret weapons. I don't know. What was it? By any underworld denizens or favorite of is what it wrote up. But I'm pretty sure this means any underworld. Whatever that keyword Uh, is, instead of like uh underworld denizens, the team, that Mm -hmm. keyword. So. Now, the other thing that's also releasing, I think it's for, I think it comes on sale the same day, maybe. We don't know for sure. So, like, if we were allowed to talk about something, we haven't got full permission. But I will say that Grashnak has been shown and said to be coming up for sale soon. Hmm. So. We we don't have any indicator, though, right? Hmm? Nothing, Nothing on the website has indicated that. I have nothing that I've seen, no. Is that the model that they've shown with the pictures with, like, the bull with, like, full horns or something like that? Um, yeah. I mean, it's the great black bull with the big horns and everything. But don't they look like there's four horns or something? Like he's mutated yes. or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah, that would be a cool model. Definitely cool. Um, I know it's been announced before, and we know that... It's 240, plays for any favorite of Chaos teams, um, has a special ability, blah, blah, blah. We know that's that. That's right. That's why you think, like, Chaos Dwarfs might be yeah. coming soon because of this, this and model. Skitter both. And it's, been, and it's been kind of delayed, so. Yeah, so the May 23rd, oh, sorry, May 8th of 2023 is when he was initially announced. Was it that long ago? It was that long ago. I pulled it up. Wow. So he was announced that long ago. And if he were sent out to people to review, maybe they've had it for a long time and haven't been able to talk about it because of NDAs and stuff. But it seems like it would be weird for him to be announced and then Skitter Stab Stab to be announced. And we can talk about Skitter for sure. Well, maybe... So, and they just recently Maybe said that he was going to uh, come out, too. There was, like, a more recent promotion of him. So, hmm. I'm not Maybe positive. You, you might be right. Maybe when they talk about Chaos Dwarves and say they're going to release that stuff, maybe all that will be released together. Yeah. But anyways, from the perspective of league play and all that stuff, glad Skitter Stab Stab's back. I wish the model was more to my liking, but... You know, I think the model's, model's cool, and I think if it was painted well, it'd be awesome. It works for a star player. Like, if he was on a team and looked like that, no, I wouldn't like it. But where he's a star player, he can be more dynamic. He can be on a shield and all that stuff. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I have an old, I don't even know if it was a skitter stab stab model. I have, like, some gutter, looks like a gutter runner with, like, two swords. Are you familiar with that model? Or was that made for like some tournament? It was metal. This is the one where he's like in the the pose and the both swords are like facing forward. No, 
No, these are like swords going backwards. Okay, I think yeah, I think that was just an old um, regular like assassin or something. Yeah. Okay. That Anyways, was a nice I, one. I, I recently, a couple months ago, got that commissioned and painted. So uh, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy Skitter Stab Stab came back because that was part of the reason they were like, "You sure you want this painted?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, it, "It can be a gutter runner for now, or." It can be a skitter stab step if they ever release them. Yeah, he's too good to keep away. Which I also think of Jordell, but Jordell's not coming, so who knows? I yeah, miss Jordell. We need some Jordell. We need some Prince Moranian. We need some of those guys, but I don't know. I oh, guess well. when they decide to do it, Blood Bowl's got to be making money, right? Oh, yeah. They're making good money, at least on the Forge World stuff. Well, it's probably not like. 40k or fantasy no, money but of course not yeah that's part of the problem um lvo is coming up and i have word that there will not be any blood bowl related announcements there so just wanted to put that out there for people Ooh, who's your insider can't tell you that well then it wouldn't be an insider i mean i guess i could tell you out. that but i can't tell anyone else well you can tell me that later i can tell you later you can tell me later steve but yeah, so that's Skitter. That's why we had to do another episode, because he's coming out. Hopefully Grashnak's coming out at the same time. Um, both look awesome. Both good stars. What would you do if they release Skitter Stab Stab, they also like plaster us with news of like Kimri, because of the last Kimri box set that we reviewed, and Cast Wars, and Grashnak, and the return of Ram Tut. That's what I would like. <laughs> What would I do? Talk about yeah, it on a podcast? They, I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, how awesome would that be? You, I don't know what you're looking for, but I'm not going to go crazy. I'd be happy. No, uh, I'm just saying, like, how cool would it be to get, like... Yes, it would be very cool. And one of the things... to announce, uh, like, a box set yes. of both of those teams that comes out in, like, May or June. Yeah. How great would that? We wouldn't have to wait for, like, the typical... Oh, it's the typical Blood Bowl time. It would be awesome if it was over summer, yes. And... Already, this is all theory, folks. Yeah, yeah. Don't act, don't put anything like, "Oh, Scott knows he's sitting on a box right now." No, not at all. But we have made the decision not to allow teams of Legend and Slon in Oklahoma and Spiky Cup this year. So we've already had pushback on that from people who are like, "Oh, that sucks that we can't play them." Why not? Well, because they've not been updated. Well, it's not like they're overpowering. No, they're not. But whatever. Which one of those three teams did somebody want to play? I don't know. Just saying. Okay. Well, let me tell you something. They're, all those teams are going to come back different. Yeah. And if not, if they come back exactly the same as the PDF of Legend, I will tell everybody how wrong I am and I'm an idiot. But I was just because... saying it would be nice, yes, if they would finish off those teams so we wouldn't have to worry about that anymore. I would, yes, I, I agree. I would love those teams to be finished. Therefore, the only time we have to worry about stuff is when we get a new team. And we yeah. don't even worry about it because we just accept it. Like, oh, here comes here comes a squig team. Here comes Savage Works. What are we going to do? Well, mm -hmm. we're just going to accept it because at least for a tiny bit, they've been play tested against the other teams. Yeah, and ultimately it's GW stuff. So we take GW stuff to be GW stuff. Let me tell you something. I'm pretty sure that all the Chaos Dwarf people out there are chomping at the bit to keep playing them as long as they can because they're not going to be as good once they come out. That's my theory. 
they're just not going to be as good. Or they'll will be, they be better. Fun? Will they be fun? I'm sure they will. And I, I can't wait. I look forward to it. And um, I hope, well, I hope the models people like, I hope they're not so good that I have to replace my old models. <laughs> I hope like I'll be like, I'm fine with these older models. Mm-hmm. And I have, and I still have all the positionals. I'll put a ring around this guy to be the hobgoblin runner yep. or whatever it is. Um, that's my hope because that's one of the few teams I actually painted all by myself. And I'm, well, it sucks. I was really proud of it at the time, but I just think everything's going to change, and that's okay. But, um, yeah. Sorry, no teams of legend. Ha uh-huh. ha. Okay. Well, uh, let's wrap this up, and then we'll come back with the yearly rendition of the Downey Awards. Yay! Welcome. To the yearly award, the Downies. These are awards decided upon by both down. Where we look at the top two whatever in each category. Is that that fancy? I don't know. It started as fancy and then it just ended up being annoying. You should get on Fiverr and find somebody that has like a radio voice and he does an intro that we use from here on out for the downies i could yeah i'll remember that next year after we do the downies right (laughs) it'll be a wonderful suggestion after yeah next year okay we'll we'll worry about that next year but yeah this year um that's it i guess so we got 11 questions because neville's sacred number sure which if we you're should not probably change with up. us, or you just started like listening. Uh, every January, we reflect on the year before, and we had to come up with some names. So it's called the Downies. So these are like just our personal like little awards or achievements, and these are the Downy Awards. And we found out over the years that surprisingly, some people get really excited if they're like mentioned in the Downies or their tournaments mentioned in the Downies. Or like a food place was mentioned in the Downies, and they're like, yeah, I suggested that. So we are continuing to do these, and yes, it's silly and fun, but that's what we're about, correct? I think so. That's what people tell me, anyways. So last year, I played in five. Now, this number is going to be a little weird. Really, it should be six tournaments played, if you count sevens, and I didn't even think about that. Uh, I got three out of the, if it's, if you count all six, I got three awards out of these six tournaments. I went 11, four and five overall, if you count sevens as well. And um, that's not many tournaments last year, really. And I thought looking back, looking back, I thought, yeah, I went to a lot of Blood Bowl tournaments, but I, I guess when I went to them, I just traveled a lot. So what about you? I'm I'm you looking now because I forgot to do that. Uh, looks oh, like I went okay. to seven. Yeah, you went more than me, Look which is more you, than buddy. I would expect. But it helps that Colorado has a few that I went to. Mm-hmm. And I played one in Pennsylvania. Went to Chaos Cup. Had that World one Cup. in Ohio. So yeah, and then Oklahoma, which doesn't really count. Yeah. But you've been everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. Okay. All right. You ready to go down this list? Certainly. 
All right. Top two tournament trips you went on, Steve. Well, obviously, World Cup was one because really, come Spain. on, isn't that? Imagine that. You're you're always gonna pick that one. Once every four years, probably. That's not really fair to the other <laughs> tournaments. It's I not. Mean, you could actually put Oklahoma on this because it my is other one is Oklahoma weekend. Yes, because it was my first time getting back to see everybody after moving and first time f- traveling into Oklahoma, which was weird. Yeah, you left this behind and you just left the scraps. I feel like uh, the girlfriend you just partied with for one weekend. That wouldn't be a girlfriend then. That would just be a booty call. Well, I guess I like not if it was a whole weekend. It wouldn't. Be... What would that be? A liaison, I guess? Um, that'd be a hooker. That's oh, that's if you pay him, be. yeah. Yeah. It, it's like Julia Roberts from um, Pretty Woman. I mean, didn't he pay her for multiple days? Well, yes, because she was literally a prostitute. That was part of the movie. It's a very important part of the movie. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So how about you? What about your two trips? Well, I'm limited out of the <laughs> six events I went to. Uh, two, two of them were at the same place. Ooh, I didn't count my uh, gutter bowl tournament. Anyways, uh, top two trips I went on. Uh, me and Gary went down to Lubbock this year for Matador Melee and had that little road trip where we hit every comic book store that we possibly could on our trip. It was a blast, much needed guys weekend, stayed with our buddy Dylan Francis and just had a good overall time. Um, so that that's one. And of course, going to Florida where, you know, they took over the sacred time of uh, Chaos Cup and, um, you know, I haven't been to Florida in a long time. So it was the same and yet different <laughs> and got to see lots of friends and almost said family but yeah kind of like family pretty much Um, family yeah yeah yeah. so those are my two trips uh florida going to florida going to orlando and going to lubbock makes sense and then the next one is top two tournament themes a tournament we went to which we might need to retire this question not a whole lot of themes anymore it seems like yeah but you know I feel like they're in some ways they're coming back with the return of Zlurpy yeah. and the Headbangers Ball, and maybe this will get people to start thinking of like doing some themes. I mean, fair. The two Texas tournaments I went to last year did have themes. Now I don't know how tight they are, like down in uh, True. you know Southern Florida. I mean Southern Texas, you know, <laughs> around Austin and Houston. But I do know that they have events and they're starting to make traditional events like the blue bonnet bowl and stuff like that so i don't know we'll see uh what what do you have so from mine they're both colorado tournaments um war of the elves which was the recent one that was the charity tournament where it was just elves it was interesting um i've not gone to a tournament where there's only four races allowed which was odd i did not much care for the fact of playing dark elves every single game but oh, the I thought theme, you liked that. No, no, not so much. The theme was good. And then Skull Cup, also Colorado, um, just having Ricardo Fermanelli as a star player and basing it around him and stuff, that was just awesome. For me, it's uh, Matador Melee. I think it's one of the funner, more more fun, funner 
funner tournaments. <laughs> it's more fun uh, to go to. <laughs> more fun tournaments to go to. The whole uh, you know, it's all based off of the like the Texas Tech college town and stuff like that. Um, just a nice little theme. It's just enough not to be like super overpowering and like dominate the games in like weird ways, but it is there if you want to play into it. So Matador Melee is number one. And then the random Royale that we ran was a very fun event. I wish I could have played more games, but even watching people get excited when they got to roll their skills or if they lost their game, they got to go re-roll some skills. Um, So those are going to be my two favorite themes. That makes sense. Yeah. Got to pick one of your own. Well, I mean, (laughs) I played in three of my own tournaments. So yeah. If it qualifies, it qualifies. That's fine. Yeah. Top two tournaments not attended last year. Do you want me to go first again? Sure, go okay. for it. Uh, Matador Melee. That's the main one, simply because I've gone to it multiple times. It's always a great time, and I just miss seeing everyone there. And then Randam Tournament was almost there, but this is an odd one. When I went down to Oklahoma Bowl, not Oklahoma Bowl, but when I went down to Oklahoma for a get-together, um, there was a Sevens Tournament in a town like half an hour away. Like I, I just wanted to go to that because I don't know any of the people. I've never played a sevens tournament and it was at like a hobby town or something. It was weird. In Colorado. In Colorado. Yeah. Like half an hour away. Okay. In like the area, like if I go to a game store, the closest game store is half an hour away. That right over there. So, it would have been interesting to go to that. There's a lot of other ones, you know. I was hoping to go to Ogrehio before car problems and stuff, and then miscellaneous ones here and there all the time. But that was just like it was happened to be the wrong weekend, and it just kind of sucked. Hmm. Uh, for me, it would be the I believe Craig called it the Random Rumble. Yeah. Or. Um, that was the tournament that me and Gary legit looked at like the cost of everything, how we could drive the time to take off. And then we just realized like Colorado's just a little bit too far away to go for <laughs> just a two, three hour, three uh, round tournament or a four round tournament. Yeah. Even though we wanted to do it really, really bad. And this other tournament, I, I don't remember what it's called. Johnny Paletis came back and he started running a tournament. I think it was called like. It was something based on corn, like cornage or... Oh, okay. Yeah. Ultimate cornage. or I don't remember what it was. It was in Iowa. Um, I really looked into trying to go to that, and it just wasn't in the cards with my schedule and stuff. So, really, you know, based that one's kind of more based off of... Just wanted to play under the, you know, under the T.O. Johnny Pledis and stuff just to get back in there and... Like the old days when we went to Cowscop and stuff like that. So. Yeah, totally get that. And he runs tournaments based off themes, you know, like, and I think probably a little bit I know we get that because in Hero Clicks, we always had theme tournaments <laughs> when we ran Hero Clicks back at the stores. But that was part of our love when we first started listening to podcasts and Zerpcast and stuff because they would talk about all these tournaments. 
that had some type of goofy themes. Some of them were really fluffy, and those were the ones I was more into. But then other ones were still just like, here's Headbangers Ball. Here's what we're doing. Yeah. And we kept with that, and that's the stuff we enjoy. So, like, we just never run a tournament without, like, some, at least in our brain, in our universe, <laughs> backstory. So, To some extent, yeah. Hey, right, uh, right. next one. Top two Blood Bowl things we acquired last year. Go ahead. Okay. I guess am I just going to start every single one of these? I'm trying to like go back and forth oh, and let I thought, you. I thought I did. I went first last time. Okay. I'll go first this time. Um, near the end of the year, I had some pieces commissioned for <laughs> since, you know, when they come out with new teams, they change them. We talked about that in the last segment. Yeah. Um, now, now there's a rat ogre in chaos uh chaos renegades and i mean realistically he's the superior piece over the minotaur and i actually this is one thing i don't like about blood bowl currently is like how dominating the rat ogre is to uh underworld and well underworld and, uh, itself is dominating so yeah well i yeah but <clears throat> I don't see too many teams dominate with the troll, but I could be wrong on that. But no, I'm pretty sure it's the Rat Ogre all every time. But still, I mean, yeah, that team the is the only one that has a 60 percent win percentage. So, so anyways, I managed to commission and get the Rat Ogre, um, a couple more miniatures as well, like another orc. Luckily, with my Chaos Renegades team, I already had a couple orcs, but I made sure to get like one to actually fulfill the uh, newer edition of the orc piece. Cause believe it or not, folks, the orc didn't come with the team. So anyways, that is one of my great things that I acquired last year. I have now the missing pieces of my, you know, like 50 model <laughs> chaos Jeez. renegade team. Yeah. I have the, the missing components and still have about 20 minutes left. to. to one of these days you need to actually make the bar. So that you can put them all in it and take photos. Yeah, that's probably never going to happen. But, you know, if I'm a vampire and I live forever, maybe. Yeah, of course. Um, in addition to that, I uh, for Underworld, I got a, um, I got a, a gutter runner painted and an additional lineman painted. So now I feel like I can play both of these teams this coming year. And have all the options for the models. Because before I had an underworld team that just was like the old school stuff. You know, two throwers, two linemen, two blitzers. Yeah. And now I can play either Chaos Renegades or Underworld. And no, I didn't get a separate model for the uh, Underworld uh, Rat Ogre. So oh, I will no. just be uh, using the Chaos Renegades one for that if I ever choose to go that route. So those are the two things I'm most happy with. Because there was... A few times that I looked into playing both of those teams and been like, ah, I'd have to sub out models or borrow a model or something like that. But now I got them painted. Uh, uh, Dustin did a fine job of matching the colors of the previous people since other people painted them uh, years before. So yeah. happy to have those. Makes sense. Um, mine, and you? Kind of along the same lines. Um, I got my... Fully painted Norse team from Drew Blood Miniatures. Came out amazing looking. So the new Campbell Claymores. Um, and then to go with them, the other thing that I got would be the custom tokens and stuff for it. So I got custom dice 
um, from Jack at Maelstrom. Uh, he also did a custom Campbell Claymore dice cup. And I got custom tokens made. And I got custom bases for them and all that fun stuff. So I expect you to play Norse all this year, too. <laughs> uh, no. We'll get to that coming up. So, uh, top two personal achievements in Blood Bowl. I guess I'll go first. Uh, just recently, I played in a tournament where I got most touchdowns and I scored five touchdowns in a game. That was pretty fun. And especially when it's all elves, to be able to pull that off by a wide margin uh, was a very proud thing. And coming in second, even though I didn't get the award, meant a lot. Um, and then, unbeknownst to me, until the final end, winning the Ricardo Farbinelli Award at Skull Cup was awesome. Because, you know, oh, we brought him back into the spotlight, and he's always been really cool, and it was a cool award, and I happened to get it based off some cool stuff, so I was very happy with it. Well, that's cool. I... Those are some good ones, right? Because I was so happy when you told me you won the Ricardo Ferminelli Award. I was like, yes, that, yeah. that belongs to us anyways. That's where <laughs> exactly. it should go. That was um, my thought. I guess, I guess the top two personal achievements for me, you know, I, thought, I had to think about even like through league play and stuff. I was thinking just tournaments, and then I was like, well, there's more than to Blood Bowl than just tournaments. Uh, going uh, undefeated in league play with Nurgle, uh, with 12 wins, one tie, and zero losses was a, a giant thing because, you know, you could tell me, like, you might win the league or something like that, and I'd, I'd tell, still tell you no, and then, you know, how Lou holds it and then um, end up doing fairly well. But going undefeated is just, like, never taking a loss is almost unbelievable to me with yeah. Nurgle because at some point you figure they're going to slip up. And, uh, and you know, he became the tie. number one Nurgle coach on tour play. <laughs> yeah, in the world. It yeah. means so much. I mean, I'll, I'll still take it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Alkalades, and I'll, uh, I'll talk about it until I'm no longer the number one Nurgle coach in the world on tour play. But, yes, uh, that feels good. No lie. But I just don't understand how they could even fathom <laughs> to score that. But, yeah, just, um, you know, I think that my slip-up was game two or three of the season where I tied a dwarf team one-to-one and then the rest is history, which is pretty crazy. And then um, winning Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, 2023, um, that was a tournament that I did fairly well, but I had no idea like at the end of the day that they would look at the most casualties caused (laughs) as a tiebreaker by the chainsaw even to yourself, because those counted. Right. And my self-inflicted <laughs> casualties helped me win the award. So, I, uh, Maxine Spleen Ripper, this award goes out to you because you helped me, you know, win this award as my chainsaw wielder. Success f- through futility. Success through futility. Yes, I'll take it. Uh, next on our list, the top two Blood Bowl games of the year. If you can remember all of them. Yeah. Um, mine, again, winning five to nothing was a huge one. Not only was it the win, but just having so much fun doing it because he's a great coach and it's just nothing you could do at that point. And then at World Cup, the last round, going up against Halflings and beating them. 
Like, I didn't want to lose to Halflings at the end of a crappy World Cup performance. So, pulling that out really helped. Um, mine's going to be the uh, win against uh, Matt Strickland in our league. It was a super tight game. He called, He has his Amazon teams and what I call the Lady Griffs because they have you know block, dodge, and every other skill, the four strength uh, of the new Amazon positional. And I managed to beat them, and it all came down to – it didn't come down to it, but I messed up and left my beast alone and naked, and I really needed him to move up and do two go-for-its and position himself with his tentacles and foul appearance and everything. And everything just happened to work in my favor for all of that. I couldn't escape the tentacles. MVP, play the game. Uh, really <laughs> proud of that moment because I was really scared I wasn't going to get out of that uh, out of that game at all. And then there was the um, at Matador Melee, second round, my poor halflings versus Chaos Dwarves. And there's no better way to say it than like diced or whatever. I kicked the shit <laughs> legit out of chaos dwarves and just like hot dice, broke armor, broke armor, broke armor, broke armor. So, yeah. And that's a matchup that you will lose nine times out of 10. For sure. Uh, even as a good, a decent player, you know, like that's just not supposed to happen. And yeah. you know, then in the finals I had to play <laughs> dwarves and it didn't happen. So, yeah, that'll happen. Did you want to ask the next one since we're going back and forth? Oh, I covered you up, so I don't see you. So if you were <laughs> over there motioning, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't. Uh, yes. I was just waiting silently. So these are the... It's funny because we have the category that says top two Blood Bowl games of the year. And then the next one actually specifically says top two, top two worst... Oh, it says game or tournament experiences of the year. Yeah. Um, you want to go first? You want me to? I can if you want. Um, so, first game at World Cup, it was a mirror match against Norse. And I was tired from the previous trip. It was early. I was not feeling great. And my head was just cloudy. And there were things I could have done better. And I just didn't want to start off with a loss to a mirror match, but I did. So I wasn't happy about that. And then when I played in Pennsylvania, I played against the guy who ended up winning the whole thing because he had vamps. And he put plus one armor on all of his thralls. And he had pro and rerolls. And I could not stop him from doing anything. It was the most frustrating game in the world where I couldn't hurt him. I couldn't stop him. Every single time he's just moving up hypnogaze, moving up hypnogaze, blitz, knock me down, walk through, just like I couldn't do anything. So it was just very, very frustrating. Um, my top two worst uh, experience of the year, <laughs> I kind of narrowed it down to about four or five events, but really... You only went to like mention, six, right? I know, but you know, you still have a couple of bad games. Um, the experience with Colin getting beat, you know, five to nothing should be in there. But the bad thing is, is like, I never felt like I played bad. Yeah. It was just like everything bad happened. 
Um, so that is an honorable mention, and I did hate every second of that <laughs> and tried to just smile and move on. Um, the stunty final at Chaos Cup. While I be truly believe that I faced a better coach and a better team in that matchup, um, it did not help that I forgot about the skills of the star player for that round and left my guy there just to be pushed out of bounds and get hurt and everything else. So yeah. I'm really upset at myself for that. Um, the other experience where it's is probably the Matador Melee final. Uh, you know, I get past Chaos Dwarves, and then I had to go play Dwarves. Now, once again, I fought the best I could, but, man, it was like pushing a boulder up the hill, and it's just nothing I could do right, even even when I had, you know, small chances and stuff. I just couldn't make things happen. So that was just a very frustrating day. It was... Um, it, <laughs> What was worse about it is I believe there was 12 coaches there, 10 coaches there. I cannot remember, but I was like one of two coaches not to get any, any award whatsoever. I didn't qualify for stunty. I didn't qualify for second or third. I didn't qualify for best defense. Like, yeah, we that call that pulling a Steve. You pulled a Steve. That game took me out of every chance for an award unless people were going to vote for like, Hey, Scott's a nice guy. Let's vote him for best sport. Yeah. And, you know, that's really not going to happen. <laughs> but um, so it was just really frustrating going from top table, having a pretty good day to like finishing fifth. But the fifth place got nothing, you know, no returns besides having a good time. I mean, it was a still fun time. But I, I hate those events where there's like, oh, there's 12 people here and 10 people are going to get awards. You don't want to be that guy that doesn't get anything. Yep. But I've, I've been on that. I've pulled the Steve now a few times and it's not fun. No, it's not. <laughs> um, uh, I got it. Uh, okay. Cause this is a poorly written one, but essentially top two races that you played and never want to play again, or at least for a long time. Okay. And for me, I mean, I only played a few races this year. I, if that, I think I only played two because I was leading up to World Cup and I got my new painted team, so I wanted to play Norris after that. So, High Elves, because that's the other race I played, but I enjoyed them, so they're just here on default. But frickin' Norris, I am done with Norris. I've done... It was the worst year of Norris in my life. I couldn't break armor. I was getting destroyed left and right. I... After Chaos Cup, I was like, that's it. 2024 is my stunty year. So I'm playing stunties this year, pretty much. Really? I got a goblin team, pirate goblin team, and a pirate uh, snotling team. And I'll be having a pirate um, halfling team soon. And then eventually pirate ogre team, if there is one, or whatever. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to do stunties. I'm so sick of it. What's interesting, you know, almost by unwritten law, right? You know, the natural stunty teams are halfling, goblins, ogres, and snotlings. Mm -hmm. This, if you count the the sevens tournament, um, I've I played uh, well. If you count the um, sevens tournament and the gutter bowl tournament, I played seven races all year. That would be Amazons, uh, Elf Union. Uh, Chaos Renegades and Gutter Bowl, 
And then I played Halflings at Matador, Doblins in the Seven Events at Chaos Cup. Chaos Cup, I played Ogres. And even though it was only one round, still qualified for the Stunty Champion, baby. <laughs> uh, I got the at the Random Royale. I was Snotlings. So I kind of played all four Stunty races without even thinking about that yeah. last year. So um, really out of all these races, like I'm still not a fan of goblins, even though I'm taking them next season in our league. There's, I mean, probably goblins would be the race. I just don't want to play coming up because I'm just not a goblin fan at all. But the other races, I surely would, you know, give them a you know chance at playing again. So I don't really have two teams that I just, so sick of that i never want to see again and um you know if you don't count tournaments which you know according to this question it's on based off tournaments you know like i played nurgle some so like i don't know yeah that's we not... probably need to update these questions for next year just you know sure things and are we'll different. Remi- you'll remind me after we're done through these next year of course as always but don't worry i'm gonna remind you about getting a big <laughs> voice guy to bring us in so. okay will do Top two races you did enjoy playing this year. I mean, I got I played two races, so it's still the default answer. High elves and Norse. So okay, wow, you love and hate them equally. I, I based on this, I have to. I mean, look, I like Norse. I love my team. It's beautifully painted. I love it. They're the Campbell Claymores. They're my first team. They just like to die too much. And I think, looking back, my play style isn't conducive to the new rules. A lot of it was having people fail their one reroll and, you know, take advantage of it or, you know, throw passes. And neither of that's reliable anymore. So my play style, I need to reshape if I care. And I don't care enough. And then High Elves were fun. I mean, they're just always fun because they're elves. I really hope they remake them yeah. eventually, but I don't know if they really will. Um, my two two races, it's really a toss-up since I don't really hate any of these, maybe except for goblins. But I went ahead and put uh, ogres and halflings because the challenge, you know, of trying to overcome some things, and occasionally you have the matches where you beat some chaos dwarves i I did that with ogres at chaos cup in a match that i smacked the crap out of and of course yes i got lucky on some dice rolls but that's how you win right so yeah anyways i i put halflings and ogres okay um number 10 so two questions to go last or see top two places we ate at this year for tournaments um my runner not runner up was it Honorable mention was T-Rex Cafe at Disney because that was just cool with the animatronic dinosaurs and stuff. Uh, but favorite place was in Madrid when Drew and I went to this little hole-in-the-wall restaurant in the back streets of Madrid, and it was just amazing food. We got to sit and chat our for my first day in Spain. I think he was there for a couple days before, but it was just nice to sit down, be in another country, and chill out and then the friday night dinner at rudy's uh, before oklahoma bowl it's just nice to get together with everybody and chat and have some food and relax before the big weekend when we get super tired and stressed out 
Yeah, put a pin in that because it seems like nobody really cared. We only had like ten people show up last year, so I don't, I don't know if that's something we should continue to do. Or... No, we'll we'll continue doing. We had a lot of people say they wanted to come. Or people who did come say they enjoyed it. We just gotta be putting information out sooner, and I think we'll do that again this year. But yes, we'll discuss it. Okay, I'm. I know they would uh, gladly have us. Yeah. Know, Reserve that spot. I, I I get it. I mean, it's Rudy's. We have it here. People in Texas have it all the time. So they're like, eh, it's so-so. I mean, I, I haven't had a good... I haven't had any good barbecue here, but I haven't I also haven't had any barbecue here. So that's on me. I got to find some. Okay. Um, my top two places, honorable mention, is the Wiener Schnitzel in Lubbock because... When you don't have a wiener schnitzel local, it feels like a great thing to have. <laughs> um, also, uh, Portello's, it, I enjoy having that, yeah. and the the pizza place, uh, Giordano's, but they didn't make the cut this year. Uh, Kokio Chicken in Lubbock, Texas. Dylan took us to this place. I think it's the only one in existence. I cannot wait to get back to Lubbock just so I can eat at this place, so... <laughs> Um, I saw Dylan this last weekend for my either first Christmas party of the year or the last of last year, however you want to look at it. And we talked about that and he still says, you know, he rants and raves about it. And if we ever do like a game day at his place, I'm going to Kokio's chicken to get some more chicken. Uh, the second place of a meal I enjoyed and I'm probably one of the few that really loved my meal and my food was, and I don't remember what it was called, the Irish Pub. Raglan Road. Raglan Road. Yep. Figured you'd say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Raglan Road. My food was, I didn't expect my food to be good, to be honest with you, because it was just like, eh, this all just seems like meat and potatoes, and mm-hmm. you know, which is not bad, but the way it was cooked and prepared, it was super delicious. Um, so, and even eating the leftovers was super <laughs> delicious. So no, everybody I, there I, said it was amazing. Mine was the exception. Mine was just okay. okay, I guess. It was just poor choice, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, mine was so good that if we went back, I don't know how I would try something new because I know this food is delicious <laughs> even in, when you warm it up the next morning and eat it for breakfast. That's so, the most I mean, frustrating thing at places is like, I want... My regular thing that I know is awesome, but I also want a new thing to try, but I don't want to buy both meals. Can you just give me like half and half? Right. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. I hate trying new places because it's like, fine, I'm going to spend $30 and try a bunch of stuff, and then I'll know. See, I, I have no problem paying for my first time experience at a new place. Like if I go to a new restaurant, it's 40 bucks, whatever. I can write that off as... That was my first time there. I got the experience and food. But it's when I go to some place I normally go and then try to get something different, and then it sucks. Then it feels like I really wasted it. Correct. I agree. Um, Final question. Last one? Yeah, go for it. Top two things in Blood Bowl that was released last year. I'm pretty sure we probably have the same thing for this. I could be wrong. But All right, I'm going to let you go first. Gutter Bowl and the Vampire Pitch. Oh. Ooh. That's not what I put on there, <laughs> but I should have put... I should have probably put that on there. What did you I do? put the... 
I love the Spike magazine so much. And to my knowledge, the only one we got last year was the vampire one. Yeah. So I was really excited. I I still think it's my my top. Because if you said, out of all these vampire things, you can only have one, what do you own? I would take the Vampire Spike. Yeah. The Vampire Pitch is a great, great one, though, because it's kind of pitched out. It's to be awesome, honest, I don't, and it's just I don't thematically mean, great. It's thematically amazing. Um, and I've showed it to many people, and then they're like, oh, I don't normally don't want pitches, but I want this one. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's awesome. And Gutter Bowl, Gutter Bowl, whatever it is called, uh, I really enjoy that game. I wish our league guys would uh, finish our little tiny league since we only have about four games total for everybody to play. Then we could wrap that up and be done with it. Um, I really enjoy Gutter Bowl a lot. And um, maybe if I played another 10 games, I'd have a different opinion. But so far, it's very enjoyable. My brain can accept that this is me and Steve and Gary and Dylan and all of us having a fight with somebody else down the street. And then we go, fine, grab your nerf football. Let's go outside and settle this on the field over after we eat Thanksgiving a meal. And then I just fall for no reason. And I break my hip and I'm out of the game. So yeah, of course. I, my brain can really accept this way better than even sevens or anything like that. I mean, there's no no question my second favorite Blood Bowl-type variant is Gutter Bowl. So I agree with you. Okay. Well, that is the Downies for this past year. If you have any idea of questions for future ones, let us know. I will be happy to write them down because they could use some freshening up. Um, hmm. Maybe we should do that. Take listeners' suggestions. Yeah, always happy to. Year. And we don't That's have to keep it at 11. It could be whatever, but, you know. Okay. Any final words on the Downies? No. Uh, I mean, every year we say the same thing, like, oh, I should go to more tournaments or blah, blah, blah. But it is what it is. I mean, I got – I'm sure my life will change <laughs> if uh, in four years I have two kids that maybe go out on their own and leave the house and gives me more time to – you know, miss them and be bored and just travel to more events. But I'm until then, currently I'm currently looking world. at 14 tournaments next year in 14 different states. But Steve doesn't care about the patch, <laughs> folks. He does not care about the patch. Remember that. I don't. I, I've again, I've not asked for the patch. Even if I get it, it just goes in a drawer. I just want the. You're going to get a patch so big that you're going to walk into tournaments and people are going to go, Is that a shield that Steve's carrying? And I'll go, Nope. That's his patch. He just patched them all together. He wears it around his body. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to wrap this up. We'll be back with some shout outs. Last part of the show. First, Shout out! Okay, that'll work. Um, gotcha. Yeah, okay. I, I, less things I have to say, so great. Uh, first shout out, as always, GW, whenever we review a product, we always appreciate, the, appreciate them doing that for us. Um, again, it is sent free. We are not compensated. We, they have no control over what we say, all the legalities that we have to say, but it is still awesome to get stuff. Yeah, send us like a, a box set with some cast dwarves and some Kimri and Ramtut the Third and Sekteth and the Crash thing Tank is though, I mean, it is blunderbuss guy. It's pretty awesome that we legit 
get noticed before pretty much anyone else out there. I know there's a few other people that do previews, but like if we get something in, we're the first people in America to have it. That's pretty cool. You think so? Who else would have it? I don't know. I mean, non-GW employees. Like, okay, I got you. You know, they might send it what? to some person in Tennessee Do you or wherever. The, the hobgoblin were. that had the stab skill. Do you remember what his name was? Um, Rashnak backstabber. Rash- yeah, that's it. I just remembered it too at the same time. Yeah, we need a Rashnak backstabber model. I would love that. He'd be good. I always Although thought it was I weird that a, he was Rashnak ha- and there was a Grashnak. Well, bro, there's... There's only so many names, I know. There's Bruce Smith, there's Alex Smith, there's all these people. It's true. So, so that's okay. It's okay, Steve. Fair enough, that's fine. I thought about like a cool Griff or an Overworld series where it's all his siblings. Yeah. Who are not really good at anything. So you just, everybody, <laughs> every tournament, you have to put this nega trait on each character, <laughs> on a character. And it's just a series of the overall events because his, you know, lame brothers wants to be something. And his lame sister wants to be something. And his uncle Sal wants to be something. And I don't hate anyways. it. <laughs> I, I have no other shout outs, but say thank you to GW for sending us this. Okay. This, it is a big deal whether I like the model or not. It is a big deal to hold this in our hand. And if it's something that, you know, we like or don't like, we can still donate it towards our tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it will go into the hands of somebody who truly, truly loves this. So, And that's one cool thing, too, is they're very willing to let us just donate it to the tournament and give it away to people in our raffles. So that's awesome. Um, not a whole lot of shout outs since, you know, we put out an episode last week. So uh, it, remember to go to OklahomaBowl.com, get registered for Oklahoma. The sooner you can, like if you know you're coming, please send in payment. We got to get these people paid and got to get dice and we got to get pens and we got to get all kinds of stuff, which is fine. But, you know, sooner you register, the more I don't have to worry about getting it at the last second. That, that's for sure. Yeah. Um and then if the, you are, the bison stuff, oh. my tournaments, they won't start until May. So I got plenty of time to just waiting on one final venue to confirm. And then I'll post the rules and stuff. Yeah. And just, uh, we talked about last episode, Critter Bowl 10 is going to be coming up, uh, June 1st. No, I do not have mm-hmm. it on the NAF yet, but it will go up soon. And if you're in the Oklahoma area and you want to play in the cobble, um, League starts league meeting uh, January 20th at Wizards Asylum, 11 o'clock. If you can't make that, just get a hold of me and we'll get you signed up and get your league dues paid. And then, the you know, we're going to have a kickoff classic that day for the teams that are there. And then after that, league stuff starts up and we'll get going again. Another year, another league. Yeah, and it's kind of... I don't know if I'm like holiday fatigued, work fatigued, or just fatigued, <laughs> but I, I'm a little bit of burnt out on almost everything. Well, it's because I'm not there helping out. You're having to do it all, and it sucks. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think probably I not you, that, so. but yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. It's probably just holidays and stuff like that, and winter guard seasons gearing up, and everything else. So. Yeah. 
it's just one thing after another. But Jennifer says I would be bored if I had nothing to do, so I'm just going to have to trust her on this. That's very true. Okay. We got a lot of birth. We got a lot of birthdays this January. Like every weekend is really? full of something. This oh, my dad's huh. was uh, January eighth. Happy birthday, Dad. Adams was um, January eleventh. Happy birthday to my brother Adam. Uh, Parker's was January twelfth. Happy birthday to Parker, uh, Jennifer's son, my stepson, um, Theo, who I get to see this weekend as we're recording this now. Uh, it's, it's his first birthday on January 12th, which is my brother's, my half-brother's child. So he's my half-nephew. Whatever. He's my nephew. Anyways, so by the time you're listening to this, I've seen him and probably tried to feed him like cake and candy and spoil him. So I would hope so. As well. That's what you do. And then my sister's is coming up. So happy birthday to Amy on um, January 17th. Jeez. And I think, I think that's it. My family, all of our birthdays are in April. Not all of them, but like the majority of people is April. We got like four or five that month. So That means your dad did a lot of humping in like uh, no, July, right? Um, only one, Greg, is April 18th. Dad's is April 8th. Uh, Greg's wife, Marla's April 6th. Marla's dad's April 7th or April 10th, something like that. And then I think there I think it was my brother Ronnie and his ex-wife's anniversary, April 20th something, from like 20 years ago. A friend of mine's was April 29th. So like, a lot that month. Everyone else is just spread out. Hmm. Okay. But not that anyone yeah, cares, so we should probably just nah, wrap this nah. up. Nah, we're, we're in our <laughs> rambling stage. So anyways, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. If you'd like to email both down, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Oh, how luscious. A creature has come to fruition, boys. Dad, you're the best. Oh my god, he only has one ass. He's of no use to me. I'll have to burn the room. Oh no, this entire experiment is turning out very bad. Me bad? He's dead. He's out of control. We'll have to destroy him. But he's our science fair project. He's too dangerous, son. Dad, I want a human clone. Son, no. Oh, son, you've made a horrible mistake. You've put all the people of South Park in jeopardy. They're all stupid anyway. Come on, guys, let's go. <laughs> yeah, they're all gay.